Welcome to A Champion's Mind with your host, Mario Aroyave. Some say the sky's the limit. It isn't. The limit is in your mind. You believe that or else you would not be listening to this podcast. You believe that you could do more. You believe that you can perform at a higher level than you currently are. You are absolutely right. Thanks for being open-minded and allowing this podcast to help you develop a champion's mind. In this podcast, we'll discuss and hear about some mental strategies we can implement to help you achieve your utmost performance. If you feel like you're not performing at your true potential, this podcast will look to give you the keys that can open that lock. You find yourself in a room, but you don't know if you belong. You find yourself on the start line of a race, but you don't know if you should be there. You find yourself in a certain position in your business, but you're not sure that it's the right position. You've earned something, but did you earn it faithfully or was it just given to you? These are all examples of something that we're all going to face at some point called imposter syndrome. We've all dealt with it. We're all probably going to deal with it again. But I believe that there are some ways that we can make these occurrences happen to us less and less. Some of us are plagued by imposter syndrome. We continually live in it. What is imposter syndrome? It's exactly what you would think an imposter is. Somebody pretending to be somebody else. So at work, in your sports career, you find yourself around certain people, but you don't necessarily believe that you are on par with those people. Somehow you believe that they're genuine, they're authentic, they're the real deal, but you just kind of got there. A lot of times what we see is that the person suffering from imposter syndrome, they maybe believe in this thing called luck. I stumbled upon this particular result. I was gifted this position. I didn't necessarily earn it. Those of us dealing with imposter syndrome, we tend to not give ourselves enough credit for something that we have achieved, some kind of success that we have enjoyed. But alongside that, we look over on the other side of the table and we're willing to praise and laud over the people that are on that other side, thinking to ourselves how maybe talented they are, how gifted they are, how awesome they are at what they do. And over here on this side of the table, I'm not really that good, but hey, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy that they somehow messed up my mailing address and I got an invitation to the party. I was talking one time with a buddy of mine and he was saying, you know, I want to feel like I've earned the right to sit at the big kid's table. And that was, wow, that was pretty cool that he said that. That was an awesome example. When you get the call up to the big kid's table at a holiday where you've had to sit at the kid's table the whole time with a bunch of kids and you finally want to sit at another table and have mature conversations and you get to sit at that big kid's table because you know that you've earned the right because of, because of your age and you can't deny that and you proudly walk over there and sit at the big kid's table. The problem is using that example with imposter syndrome, we get invited to the big kid's table, but we're still questioning our age. We still don't know whether we're old enough, whether we're mature enough to actually sit at the big kid's table. 
And that's a problem because that seeps into performance. Work, athletic career, family life, whatever, however this plays out in your life with whatever you're currently going through, if you're suffering from imposter syndrome, you begin to look at other people and you begin to lack confidence in yourself. And it will ultimately make its way into performance. So how can we fight off imposter syndrome? Here's what I believe to be the best strategy for that. You do you. Do you. What does that mean? That means that you worry about one, a party of one, yourself. And that is all. You don't worry about other people. As a matter of fact, let me jump on a little rabbit trail here. I was just thinking about this. When you suffer from imposter syndrome, do this, do this activity. Write down all of the reasons why you believe that person or that group of people that they're better than you, that they deserve whatever it is that both of y'all have more than you do, that they deserve that better placing in that race or that competition because of something that they have. And I can guarantee you that the reasons that you write down will not be tied to a genetic or a talent. And if they are, I think you really need to sit down and I think you really need to analyze that. Many times when we have imposter syndrome, here's what we're doing. We're making assumptions. We're assuming something about those other people. We're assuming that they're really talented. We're assuming that they sit on the couch and they never work hard. We're assuming that they don't stay late at the office. We're assuming that they don't do some training sessions that maybe we don't know about that they're doing that are just benefiting them in a way that's allowing them to be more successful in a competition than you are. We don't do that with imposter syndrome. With imposter syndrome, we essentially just hand that person a free pass without ever really questioning why or how it is that they got to be at that level. And then on the other side, we really don't give ourselves credit for the things that we've done to get on that level. Have you been working hard? Have you been putting in the time? Have you been persistent? Have you been determined? Have you been doing all of the right things? Because if you have, then guess what? You deserve that success just as much as the other person. And you should pat yourself on the back for that. But with imposter syndrome, we find it very hard to do that. And then we become consistently able to sit at the big kids table and we'll find some other excuse for why we maybe don't belong there. We're not old enough. We're not mature enough. We're not fast enough. We're not smart enough. But notice all of those things that I said, they're tied to, they're tied to genetics. They're not tied to hard work and dedication and perseverance and grit which if you study anybody that's been successful, they're going to tell you that's the reason why they were successful in the first place. It wasn't because they were inherently fast. It wasn't because they were inherently intelligent. They were, they, they may have had some of that, but they had to work very hard to continue to develop that to stay at the position that they were at. But if you focus on yourself, if you do you, then what you begin to realize is you kind of don't care about what other people are doing. You're focused on doing your best. And if you can do that, you won't get the imposter syndrome. Because imposter syndrome, by definition, means you've got to compare yourself to other people. And if you don't compare yourself to other people, then imposter syndrome will be non-existent. 
Now, I know that it is hard to do that because we obviously live in a world full of people and there's people all around us and it's very easy for us to look at others and the culture is pretty much set up on us comparing ourselves and measuring ourselves to other people. But I'm going to try and instill in you this mindset to not do that, to simply do your best and let that rest. Do your best and let it rest. I have an example that might drive that home. Being from a cycling background, it's going to be a cycling story here, but I think it can apply to anybody. If I go and do a bike race and I give 100% effort, which means I cross that line and I feel that I did everything within my power to be successful, and I get 17th place, Wouldn't it be silly for me to think to myself that if I would have given 101% that I would get 16th place? There's no such thing. I can't give more than 100%. In terms of my effort, I bottomed out my tank. I've got nothing left to give. If I'm doing me, if I'm looking out for my party of one myself, then I can be satisfied in that performance. Now, notice I said effort level being 100%. I didn't say that the method at which I arrived at that result can't be changed. That's part of the learning and growing process where you learn to do things better the next time and you change things up. But I'm talking about effort level. And when it comes down to it, that effort level and giving 100%, as I said in earlier podcast, intentness will always result in success. If you continue to put forth the effort, you are going to be successful. So the 100% effort is very much so linked to the amount of success that you will enjoy. Don't suffer from imposter syndrome. Understand that if you continue to look out for yourself and yourself alone and do your best, that you do and will eventually sit at the kids table and that you should proudly sit there and enjoy the company of your peers that, lo and behold, if you have a conversation with them and if they're willing to tell you, they got to sit at the big kid's table doing much of the same things that you did. So, imposter syndrome, when we look at it from a different angle, we actually begin to realize that the people that you are sitting around are so much more like you than you would have thought. Thanks for listening to A Champion's Mind. As you continue to implement the content discussed here, you'll move closer and closer to performing at your utmost potential. Keep challenging yourself and don't settle until you achieve your goals. If you can't wait until the next episode to do some more work on your mental game, head over to utmostperformance.org where you can find some more content to consume. You can also like our Facebook page, Utmost Performance. We sincerely value your support as we continue to partner together to help you perform at your utmost.